0: Hello, and welcome to episode 8 of Onion Unlimited, the podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Torridon. Uh, just to recap on my story so far, I was born in 1969 to my parents, who were Jehovah's Witnesses. I was raised as a witness, uh, becoming an unbaptized publisher. At the age of just four years old, Uh, then I was sexually abused by a teacher when I was 11 years old, and I had a full on uh, mental breakdown, which then led to depression and post traumatic stress disorder uh, later in life. I was baptized at 16. Uh, Because I thought Jehovah's Witnesses were the truth. That's what my parents had taught me. And I signed up as a regular pioneer uh, when I left school. At 23 years old, I almost married my childhood sweetheart. But our relationship went south after she confessed to wrongdoing and was judicially Reproved by the elders Uh, I tried to keep our courtship going but her parents wanted us to take a break while she rebuilt her reputation in the congregation I was an impatient young man I was desperate to be in an intimate relationship and on the rebound I married the completely wrong person uh, hoping that if we pioneered together we would fall in love and live happily ever after uh, that never happened and for the next 25 years I found myself wishing I'd never married despite that uh, we had four children who I loved to bits uh, two of those disassociated from Jehovah's Witnesses which I'm pleased about uh, but because I Our family at the time obeyed the shunning rule. Uh, They understandably were very upset and they now no longer have anything to do with us, Um, even though I'm disfellowshipped myself now. I was appointed as a ministerial servant in 1993. And then an elder in 1999. And then in 2004, I began an intensive study of Watchtower history, uh, chronology and so forth. And I determined that Jehovah's Witnesses were not teaching the truth according to the Bible. I understood from my Bible study that jesus intended all christians to partake of the bread and wine and so that i did at the memorial of 2005 which drew the attention of a power hungry presiding overseer and after speaking to the wrong people about my doubts uh including him I found myself in a judicial hearing being charged with apostasy. After a seven-hour hearing, followed by a seven-hour appeal hearing, I was unceremoniously disfellowshipped as an apostate. Nevertheless, I continued to attend meetings feeling that even though jehovah's witnesses were not teaching a hundred percent truth that god was somehow still using the organization to accomplish his purpose then against all odds i was reinstated in 2009 and over the next 10 years i was able to rebuild my shattered reputation I became a regular pioneer again. I served in the foreign language territory and I was gradually accepted by the congregation as being one of the anointed. By 2019, I was even being reconsidered for reappointment as an elder. However, there was a big problem. Uh, my marriage it wasn't a happy one I won't go into all the details but I was thoroughly miserable um, really depressed and I just wanted my marriage to end but of course as a Jehovah's Witness divorce isn't an option at least that's how you're made to feel so I suffered in silence (sighs) In 2002, uh, feeling unloved and unwanted in my marriage, I had developed uh, feelings for a sister in the congregation other than my wife, uh, but I hadn't followed through. Instead, I confessed to my wife and the elders, which put additional strain on my marriage. Uh, But then in 2019, After 25 years of feeling unhappy, I finally met someone and fell head over heels in love with her. Uh, This time, I did follow through with it. I told her how I felt and she reciprocated. I know that was wrong. Uh, I was married, but... That is what happened. I'm not proud of breaking my marriage vows. Um, I still view marriage as sacred and what I did as sinful. My wife suspected something was going on. Uh, I denied it. That was wrong too. And then everything came to a head. Uh, When pressed, I admitted to my wife that I didn't love her. She was understandably not happy. (laughs) Uh, She threw her wedding ring at me and said we were finished. And then a few days later, she found the evidence uh, she needed to confirm that I had feelings for someone else. Up to then, our affair uh, consisted of texting each other and on a couple of occasions, we'd met secretly and held hands but now it was decision time uh, what to do my wife asked me to get help from the elders but I was done Uh, this time I refused I jumped in my car and I drove off into the sunset to see my girlfriend and to figure out what we were going to do Despite both of us having family in the organization who would shun us, my girlfriend and I planned there and then to disassociate ourselves uh, from Jehovah's Witnesses and start a new life together. Uh, We spent the night together and the next morning we set about writing our uh, letters of disassociation to the elders. But then my girlfriend dropped a bombshell on me with tears in her eyes. She said, I love you, but I love Jehovah more. She couldn't face the shame of being shunned by the congregation and her sister, who was a Bethelite. I was absolutely devastated, but I had to respect her wishes. Um, She wanted to remain a Jehovah's Witness. And so I accompanied her to see the elders. Uh, We confessed that we'd committed sexual immorality. And that was that. Uh, I never saw her again. I was uh, disfellowshipped. She was reproved. She shunned me. Um, She chose Jehovah's Witnesses over me. My wife uh, immediately said she wanted a divorce, understandably. Um, If I'm honest, that is exactly what I wanted. Uh, But even then, I asked my wife to forgive me and have me back I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I felt obligated to do the right thing, Uh, the right thing in the eyes of God, I guess. Uh, But there was no discussion to be had. She'd made her mind up. I was history. Uh, I take full responsibility for my actions and I do respect my wife's right to a scriptural divorce as Jehovah's Witnesses call it she was upset Uh, she was angry Uh, she forced me out of our marital home with just a few bin bags of clothes and personal items with nowhere to live I phoned my dad and asked if I could stay the night at his house Uh, he said yes but then a few moments later, he rang me back and said, no, uh, I don't know what or who had changed his mind. But he said he couldn't get involved. So I had nowhere to go. I rang an ex-JW, an ex-Jehovah's Witness, a friend who I had helped when he was disfellowshipped. And. Uh, about a year earlier Uh, he was now reinstated but faded and he very kindly let me spend the first few nights uh, sleeping on his floor now you may say I deserved my comeuppance I won't disagree with that I had cheated on my wife Uh, she'd kicked me out fair enough now I was homeless But was it right? Was it right that my judicial hearing was scheduled for the very next evening? I was not in a good state of mind. Uh, My marriage had just ended. I'd just lost the girl I loved. Um, I was now homeless. And once again, My mental health was quickly deteriorating. Nevertheless, I attended my judicial hearing as requested by the elders the next day. I freely confessed to sexual immorality. Uh, I don't really know what I was thinking at that stage. Did I want to be a Jehovah's Witness or not? Uh, The day before, no. I was ready to disassociate and start a new life with someone I loved. But now, uh, now I was in a situation where I was about to lose everything. I figured if I was honest about my sins, the elders would view that as a good thing. Uh, Maybe allow me to remain a Jehovah's Witness then maybe at some future time, uh, me and my girlfriend could get back together. The elders decided to hold their decision in abeyance for a few days. I don't know why. Uh, While I waited for the verdict, I became suicidal and I ended up at the hospital. And then a few days later, the elders called me on the phone I told them I was at the hospital and I was in a really bad way. But they informed me they'd reached their decision and told me to read the Awake magazine of October 22nd, 2001, entitled Life is Worth Living (laughs) on the subject of suicide. Um, I guessed immediately what their decision was was they were going to disfellowship me and at this point I was thinking yes that's probably the right thing the awake article I think was insurance for them in case their decision caused me to end my life anyway I went and met with the judicial committee the next evening Uh, the elders told me I'd been disfellowshipped and that I could appeal if I believed a mistake had been made, but I knew there would be no point appealing. So I thanked the three elders for being kind, at least compared to my 2006 uh, judicial committee, which had been brutal. (laughs) And as I left, I asked if I could shake their hands. But With folded arms, they said no. I was no longer one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I'd been judged unrepentant and therefore wicked. They wanted nothing further to do with me. So I left the Kingdom Hall and I drove to see my 83-year-old dad. I hugged him for the last time and that was it all over I was 50 years old and I was disfellowshipped for the second time in 14 years now I knew this time around it was unlikely I would ever return to Jehovah's Witnesses although I felt terrible for hurting my wife and not honoring the sacredness of marriage I wasn't sorry our marriage was finally over Uh, mentally it was crippling me knowing it was over was actually a relief I don't know if that makes me a bad person but for the first time in 25 years I didn't feel like I was walking on eggshells Uh, there was no one shouting at me moreover I was now Fully convinced that Jehovah's Witnesses were not the truth. Um, My marriage and my religion had been a pretense for decades. Uh, I'd been believing the lie all my life. I no longer needed to pretend. Ironically, after so much deception, uh, lies even, I could finally live with honesty and integrity which is what I wanted all along I wish I could say that no longer pretending was easy uh, but it wasn't I was conditioned for 50 years by a doomsday cult that literally controlled every single aspect of my life Uh, Keeping up appearances and appeasing people had become second nature. It was how I stayed safe from the outside world. Accepted and protected within the confines of my religious group. However, just as surely as my teacher had abused me while I was in his care... I feel the religion of my birth had abused me uh, from childhood. It had exposed me to images of people being slaughtered at Armageddon uh, for their sins. It had made me feel unworthy, um, unlovable, unclean, using fear and guilt. It tried to silence my doubts So I just had to keep my thoughts to myself, which caused cognitive dissonance and mental health issues. Moreover, it had conditioned me to return again and again to be mistreated uh, by elders and the judicial system uh, thinking that somehow it was God's will for me. Even after I had been expelled and shunned, breaking free from the cult psychology was really difficult. Um, Mentally, I still felt like a Jehovah's Witness, and sometimes I still do. Uh, I hated knowing that people I loved would be thinking of me as wicked, uh, unrepentant, and even immoral for breaking my marriage vows. Um, I longed for their approval and acceptance. But was this enough to convince me I should return? I no longer believed it was the truth. I was convinced it was an abusive cult and... So, how could I go back a second time? Despite wanting to be free from my unhappy marriage and the cult, I still wanted to maintain a relationship with my children, uh, especially my youngest, who was only 13 years old and not yet a baptized witness. I just assumed that as her dad um, I would continue to see her. What I wasn't expecting was to experience parental alienation. I knew my wife would be angry at me. Uh, Fair enough. But everything as a Jehovah's Witness is perceived to be black or white. Uh, I was completely guilty she was completely innocent Uh, there was no possibility that she bore any responsibility for the breakdown of our marriage Um, despite her shouting lack of intimacy and constant threats to leave me it was all entirely my fault because I was the one who finally cracked I knew I could expect some serious fallout from her, but I honestly never suspected just how brutal um, divorce could be. Nothing, however, could have prepared me for my children living at home with their mum, telling me that even if I got reinstated... They never wanted to see me again. Uh, That really did break my heart. On January the 1st, 2020, after writing suicide notes to my dad and children, I took a massive overdose of paracetamol. Um, Somehow, After two days, I was still alive and happened to tell an ex-witness what I'd done. Uh, They had the sense to get me to hospital and I spent the next few days on an IV drip. As the weeks passed, desperate to see my children, I wrote a letter to the elders uh, requesting reinstatement. Um, And I started attending meetings at the Kingdom Hall again. But seeing my children at a distance and being shunned by them was just too much to bear. Uh, After that, I had another (laughs) complete mental breakdown. I tried to hang myself on several occasions. I even took a noose to a meeting at the Kingdom Hall. And planned to end my life in the restroom. Um, I wasn't thinking straight. uh, But at the last minute. I did think about how that would affect my daughter. And so I sought help from the elders. Um, I told them I was suicidal. And their reply was. "Uh, What do you expect us to do? Uh, Our job is to provide meetings for you to attend. But all you're doing is thinking of killing yourself instead of listening to the program. If you're ill, see a doctor. That was it. After that, I decided uh, again, I was walking away from Jehovah's Witnesses. I was not going back. In February 2020, I wrote a letter to my ex-girlfriend. In it, I explained my reasons for no longer believing Jehovah's Witnesses to be the truth. Uh, I explained the bite model and how Jehovah's Witnesses match the definition of a cult. I told her how 1914 was wrong and encouraged her to watch the Australian Royal Commission videos. Uh, She never replied, no surprise there. Then in March 2020, I wrote a second letter to the elders um, requesting reinstatement again. Mentally, I was just oscillating back and forth Uh, some days i wanted nothing to do with jehovah's witnesses other days i felt my life was empty without it and that i needed to go back um i can honestly say i have never been so mentally confused and distressed Uh, my doctor put me on medication to try and stabilize my uh depression and anxiety and post-traumatic stress uh, disorder. And then the global COVID pandemic struck and a national lockdown was enforced. Uh, All of the meetings at the Kingdom Halls, including judicial hearings, reinstatement hearings, were suspended indefinitely at the time. And from then on, uh, weekly congregation meetings were to be held via Zoom. But as a disfellowship person, I was initially told I was not allowed to attend. By July 2020, I felt so isolated that I took another overdose of paracetamol tablets uh, this time I was extremely poorly and I ended up in hospital for a week while on an intravenous drip unsure if I was going to live or die I sent flowers and a card to my ex-girlfriend telling her I still loved her Uh, She refused delivery of my flowers and unbeknown to me, the elders were made aware that I had tried contacting her. Shortly after returning home from the hospital, I received a message from the elders uh, telling me that I could join the Zoom meetings after all. But like a disfellowship person attending a meeting in real life, I would continue uh, to be shunned. So for the next 10 months, week after week, I logged in. But I found it too upsetting to show my face or really to listen to very much of the program. Then in April 2021, after 16 months of being shunned, uh three letters to the elders requesting reinstatement and several suicide attempts I was finally granted a reinstatement hearing that's all for this time Uh, join me next time as I tell you about my reinstatement hearing and how I finally broke free from Jehovah's Witnesses